0: Hi there, I'm Caroline Thor, professional organiser, Commari consultant, teacher and mum of three. I started off my life as a mum feeling overwhelmed, disorganised and desperately trying to carve out some time for me amongst the nappies, chaos and clutter. One day, one small book called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying changed everything and I began to learn strategies for making everyday life easier. Today I have the systems in place that means life can throw almost anything at me and I want to share them with you. If you're an overwhelmed mum struggling to keep it together, then this is the podcast for you. Grab a coffee and settle in for a quick chat with someone who gets your reality. Welcome to the latest Living Clutter Free Forever podcast episode. Okay, I need to start with a confession. Since I started the podcast, there have been some weeks when I have literally been flying by the seat of my pants, creating the podcast on Thursday, ready to go out on Friday. Not very organised, I know. I hate being last minute. It feels stressful and overwhelming, but it is somewhat built into my personality I was the student who started revising the night before a big exam and it's taken me a while to get used to adding this new work project, the podcast, into my schedule. One of my goals for 2023 for the podcast was to get a system in place to pre-plan and record podcasts in advance so that life can throw me curveballs and I still feel in control of the situation. Who knew that Marie Kondo herself would be throwing this week's curveball? Well, not Marie herself, but the media, using headlines like Marie Kondo has kind of given up on tidying up. My home is messy. This episode was not on my plan, but I could not let it go without jumping in to address what's been said. So here we are in the fourth week of 2023 and my plan is already shot. I think it's worth it though. It's good to be spontaneous. So in case you don't know what on earth I'm talking about there has been a media frenzy this week following an article in the Washington Post on January the 26th. Marie Kondo's life is messier now and she's fine with it. Okay I thought having read the article that's refreshing. It highlights what I have been saying all along that the KonMari method is not some strict set of rules you have to follow. It's about discovering what sparks joy for you and first visualising your ideal lifestyle so you can see what is important. Those people who started on my course last week were focusing on just that, and we talked about how for one of them, a minimalist home with very little stuff might be their ideal lifestyle, but for someone else with little kids at home, just having the coats hung up in the hallway would spark so much joy. In the article, Marie is quoted as saying, My home is messy but the way I'm spending my time is the right way for me at this time, at this stage in my life. For someone who has always aspired to having the perfectly tidy house, I'm sure Marie does now feel with three kids that her home is messy. But I would imagine it still looks better than mine does on a good day. It depends which standard you're measuring it against. She goes on to say, I have kind of given up on that in a good way for me. Now I realise what is important to me is enjoying spending time with my children at home. And there it is. What is sparking joy for her at this stage in her life is spending time with her kids. This is to be applauded. We all have different seasons. And for those of us with kids, we will know that they really are quite time consuming and they grow up way too fast. So being able to prioritise spending time with them is wonderful. I also made the point to my course members last week that being able to hang out with your kids and not be thinking I should be tidying that away is what we're aiming for. Many of us are in the middle of doing one thing that we want to enjoy while feeling guilty that we should be doing something else. The KonMari method has meant for me that although at times things get untidy, I don't need to prioritise tidying up because I know that later it's quickly and easily done. I can enjoy what I'm doing, and I know that tidying can wait. Okay, so what's all the fuss been about then, I hear you ask? It actually sounds like Marie Kondo is acknowledging that it doesn't all have to be perfect, although I don't believe there is such a thing as perfect. What is more important is finding a lifestyle that works for us and makes us happy. As she outlines in her new book, Karashi at Home. Well, as often the case in the media, they've jumped on what she's said and put a negative spin on it, leading to headlines like, Kondo is sick of decluttering and she's not the only one. Over the weekend, I was bombarded by messages from family and friends showing me headlines in newspapers and with comments like, oh dear, and oops, and shocked emoji faces. I think they saw this as the end of my business. Who's going to want to apply a method that even the originator of it is claiming not to apply anymore? Except that is not what she said. And a further article in the Washington Post by Tracy Moore on January the 31st has the headline, We can all learn from Marie Kondo's untidy pivot. She says... What resonates about Kondo's latest revelation is that she is reprioritizing her tidy first mantra in favour of time with her children, which means she's willing to continue examining her relationship to things too. She's just trying to make it work like the rest of us. By repeatedly asking what sparks joy and what doesn't, you can co- surround yourself with the people and things that matter most in life. And for Marie, one of those things is clearly her family. The KonMari method is not just about tidying. It's about creating a life and a routine that sparks joy. And as I have said over and over again in this podcast, and I'm sorry if it's getting boring, it's not a one-size-fits-all method. It is as individual as you are. So it begs the question, is the KonMari method doable when you have kids? Well, I have three and I have often said that it was the KonMari method that saved me from feeling stressed when the kids were little. But I was coming from a completely different place to Marie Kondo. I was a stay-at-home mum, I had no systems, I had too much stuff, and I was feeling permanently overwhelmed. Apply the KonMari method in this situation and suddenly life feels so much easier. Marie, on the other hand, already had the system in place So add into the mix three kids and a massively exploding career and I can well imagine you feel like folding everything into tidy parcels might no longer be a priority. Just as an aside you don't have to fold you do what makes you happy but I can tell you now having 10 t-shirts instead of 30 makes a huge difference regardless how you decide to store them. There's been a huge amount of discussion this week within the community of Conmari consultants about what impact all of this negative press will have on our businesses. There are those of us concerned and those like me who see it as a wonderful opportunity to remind people what the method is really about. Let's face it, it's front and centre in the press. And yesterday morning I had three calls from potential clients because at the end of the day If you're feeling overwhelmed by your home, you should reach out for help and support to improve the situation. When I did my Conmari training, I was fortunate to connect with a lot of other new consultants all over the world. One of those was Nazanin from the Tidy Wonder. Originally from Iran, but grew up in France, Nazanin is also based in Germany, and we often exchange how things are going as we grow our businesses. Earlier today, we had a chat about the current situation and how we find using the KonMari method as women with kids in the house. It seemed like too good an opportunity to miss, so we pressed record and would love to share with you our thoughts and experiences. Enjoy. Hey Nazanin, good to see you this morning. Hi. It's good to connect. It is. I enjoy our chats, it's fun. And today we've been having a chat about everything that's been going on in the press. It's all gone a bit crazy. What's your take on it all?
1: Well, I was like, I was kind of surprised about the wave that it takes. Because obviously, I think you and me, when we read the head- headline, we were like, yeah, what? What's new under the sun? of. And uh, yeah, it's it's been a fun week.
0: <laughs> it has. It certainly has. But what I love about it... in in a sort of weird way is it's really made me think even more about what I'm doing Mm -hmm. how I'm explaining the method to people which I think is a really positive thing Mm -hmm. and as I said um, earlier I think it's also giving us the opportunity to really explain to people what the method is about because I think there's this false impression that it's minimalism it's perfectionism it's Mm -hmm. It's for women. It's when you're feeling stressed. um, And it's none of that. And it's all of that. It just depends what it is that you want to get out of it. So why did you get into the Komari method? I don't think I've ever asked you that. We've talked about our businesses, but I don't think I've ever asked you why you started with the Komari method in the first place. Um,
1: So for me was, I was, I think it was in 2016. I just got kind of separate from my husband and I had that home and it was so full of stuff
0: because
1: I've been an organized person since I remember, but I wasn't good at letting go of stuff. So I would keep everything like wrap paper and whatever I could find I had, I would keep it in case I would need it. So at some point I was like, oh my God, I, I have so much It's too much. Um, Like, I would feel stressed when I came home. So it was very organized, but it was just too full. And my sister um, gave me the book. She was like, do you know about the book? And I was like, no, I don't. And then I read it, and it sparked joy. (laughs) And then I just, yeah, did it, and it really changed my life. Like, the clarity I had after, and also the weight that lifted, because you get really that freedom of letting go of something and have less and, and, you know, have more space, more, more emptiness. I loved it. So it's how I got into the the method myself. And then, um, yeah, I got the, into the course, I think into, I always get confused because it was the corona time. So I never know the, the year exactly 21. I got, I did the course in, uh, January 22, I got the certification.
0: Yeah. It, yeah. That's been quite a journey then, because we met mm. on the course.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly, that's yeah. where that's where we first met. So it's amazing how far we've
1: both come since then. <laughs> yeah, really. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was also such a sign because I was like thinking about being my own boss, and and because I had a job at that point. And um, and then I went on the Conmary website and I said, oh, because it's Corona, we're doing the course online now. And I was like, oh my God, that's such a sign. I didn't, I think I think about it one night at the and then I did it. I have to say, I didn't know what to expect. And then it has opened so much door and so much also personal development. I have to say, like to, to know yourself when you do a business. Yeah. And Yeah. And, and also the Convair community is, is awesome. So. It is. Yeah, there's lots of
0: very lovely people which Mm -hmm. are very inspiring to work with. So your current situation is that you're living with your partner and you Mm -hmm. now have a child. Mm -hmm. And what's been quite interesting is in the press, there's been all this stuff about, oh, well, now she's got three kids, she can't cope with it all. Which really irritates me. And I know it irritates you as well, because it's it's like this thing of women can't have it all. They can't have Mm -hmm. a career and kids because it's clearly too much for them, which I find really out of order. But before we started recording this and we'd been chatting and we decided to press record, we were talking about the fact that it's actually got nothing to do with whether you've got kids. It's just your life Mm -hmm. situation. It could be anything. Do you want to set what you were saying
1: about that? yeah, exactly. So I was thinking, first of all, because I have one kid and and we intentionally decide to stay at one kid because you know, we're we're good with one. We, it's here's a handful and we're like, okay, we're gonna stay with one. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, Mary, Mary had three kids. I understand that it's um it's much more. And then I thought to myself, but it doesn't really, it doesn't make a difference. Like some people can have five kids and they're fine. Some people have one and they're overwhelmed. Some people don't have kids, but they have so much other thing in their life going on or they have to take care of their parents. So it's just, it doesn't matter. We have an amount of energy and brain cell and that we can offer. And you have to shift. Whatever part to that doesn't spark joy anymore to the part that spark joy or makes shifts. And it's not black and white. And it's also moving. I mean, life is a beautiful mess. So it has to change. You have to be able to adapt. And, um, yeah. So I think it's, it's really wonderful what she said. I mean, I, I loved it. I was like, Oh my God, she's so bad. Cause I mean, she could have, she has a multi million company I'm sure she can hire an army of people taking care of her children and taking care of her home and say to us you know my life is fine and I have everything under control but she's being so transparent and so honest it should be praised
0: yeah I think it's a great role model for other women Mm -hmm. or 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 not even just women just people in general that you Mm -hmm. don't have to Juggle everything and put up this facade that it's all fine and you're managing when that really isn't the case. Yeah. And I made the point earlier on as well that when I discovered the KonMari method, I had three very young children. I was a stay-at-home mum, but I was still overwhelmed. I wasn't trying to work as well as having the kids. But I was permanently stressed and overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and and not being a great mum because I was very quick to lose my temper with them because I was frustrated and and not managing. And then you've you've got someone like Marie who has got this huge career, which she's trying to juggle as well as the kids. So it's just one situation is different. And Mm -hmm. I'm quite sure her level of acceptance for what she feels is tidy is very different to mine. I'm always saying on my podcast, I personally don't believe there's any such thing as perfect because it just Mm -hmm. doesn't exist. I mean, you can keep trying to improve things and make your life easier, but perfect doesn't exist. So what she deems to perhaps not be tidy enough is for me, fine, because it's not perfect at my house. And I do have to still tidy up every day. The, The great thing is it doesn't take me long and I don't feel overwhelmed by everything. Mm-hmm. And that is
1: good enough for me I don't need it to look something like out of an Instagram post no and and the thing is that there's two things that I, I also think is funny like last week or the week before that I was reading negative comments about my Kondo because everything is so perfect and everything like obviously us knowing the method the the, the person writing about it wasn't really you could say she hasn't like studies the method really good but she was like all these negative comments about that being too perfect and uh too minimalistic and that's that's too much instagram pinterest is ick. and i was like what else not what's it about but then you know she's being honest and then she she gets some backslash anyway so like again it's that what society does sometimes to women is like you, you can't really be right like you, everything you do you, there's something that's going to be unhappy so I think she's being honest and and what you're saying is so true like what is being tidy what is messy what like it's so subjective like what is for her tidy is going to be like for me too much and what you just said like me and you even might have a, a difference in what we judge as being good enough yeah Obviously, perfect doesn't exist. Maybe maybe a second to make a picture and be able to post it on, inter- on Instagram or Pinterest. But especially if you have kids and that has to, something to do with kids. It's like after two seconds, you have all the toy. <laughs> yeah, it's all back to square one. <laughs> I don't know how many times I do that a day. and But I'm fine doing it. I've chosen to give my kid the freedom to yeah. play when where he wants. Like we don't say to him that he has to play in his room. I know some other people have that rules you only you can only play in your room but once again it has to work for your family so that's the beauty of it
0: it's very personal
1: it, exactly and it and the fun part if it wasn't so sad i wanted to say is that that's all the method is about so she like if you read the book it says like do whatever works for you mm and it's funny because that's really the biggest misconception I think I found about the Marie Kondo, that everyone thinks that there are these rules and you're supposed to follow them. And if you don't, then it's wrong. But yes, there are rules, but every two line, I have the feel the feelings, Marie says, if it's sparse joy for you. So yeah. it's like, you know, and she also said, for example, if you want to keep something and it's sparse joy for you, just keep it. Like she, she never said you have to throw away or you have to have a minimum, a maximum amount of X or Epsilon. No. Um, so what she's saying is 100% percent what she's preaching.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, my home is far, as far away from minimalistic as you can get. We've got mm-hmm. stuff everywhere, but it was stuff we decided sparked joy for us mm-hmm. and we wanted to keep and. I was making the point again in my course last week that we have things standing around that really do not spark joy for me. If it was up to me, they wouldn't be there. But for another family member, they do. Mm -hmm. And once you take that all into account, then of course there's going to be a certain amount of things that are Mm -hmm. kept because you can't have one person dictating what stays in the house and what leaves. Mm -hmm. And the other thing going back as well, I think it's it's worth commenting on the fact that everyone has a different level of overwhelm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And this is what we were saying: everyone's situation is different. But I once walked into a client's house and before I'd gone, we'd had a, a telephone call about the situation. And I was really expecting to walk in and it would hardly be able to get the door open. The picture she painted, it was horrendous. And I walked in to her hallway and thought, well looks better than mine does <laughs> and then we walked into her living room and she just stood there looking totally in despair and just like isn't it just so awful it's just embarrassing and i've uh, and i didn't want to say no it's fine because clearly for her it was too much and once we opened cupboards and stuff yes there was things in there that it clearly was overwhelming cuz there was too much stuff and she couldn't find things but on the surface it looked better than my house. But for her, that wasn't okay. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important to remember that we've all got these different levels of overwhelm. And just because it's all right for you doesn't mean it's okay for somebody else.
1: Exactly.
0: And I have quite low standards, I've decided, Um, (laughs) (laughs) which is fine, Um, which I think a lot of my clients are quite happy about. Um, But then sometimes I have to raise my bar if Mm -hmm. I notice that a client really does want everything very minimalistic Mm -hmm. and and help them achieve that, Yeah, which which is fine. I can do that, but um, it's just not how I would choose to live, but that's
1: entirely individual. And that's why we love this method. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's why I always say, I see there's two jobs, there's professional organizer, they do a fabulous job, they organize stuff and it's beautiful And they have come by a consultant. It's so much more than just organizing and decluttering, because within that decluttering, organizing thing, you change so much. You can really change your mindset for long term. And then, if you do it with a consultant or with, like for example, your own course, it can change a lot of things in your life because you really learn to decide. And it's that then at some point, like for me personally. It's not a principle or a method that I only use for my home and my, my things, which really is something I do every day. Maybe if I have to do something that I don't really want to, then I I think about myself, okay, I have to do that, but how can can I make it spark joy for me? And then I add something, like if I have to call the finance aunt or whatever, then I'm going to, I don't like that. <laughs> um because they speak another language, another German that I'm speaking. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, that's but, the, you know, that's I the always... tax office. For those people that aren't in Germany, that's the tax office. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Oh, sorry. Yes, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and then I don't want to do that, but I'm like, okay, I have to do it. I want it to spark joy for me. What can I do? And it can be only make me a yummy coffee or make me a hot chocolate or, you know, <laughs> something like that. But it's really... Make a difference in your life long term. And also it's, and again, once again, it's not about the perfection. Like sometimes weeks goes by and I'm not into the method at all. And then at some point I just noticed, okay, it's, it's, it's derailing too much. And I come back slowly with the amount of energy and brain. I have that moment and little by little I come back to it, but it's really life changing in that way that it's really long term and it's makes you think about a lot of things differently and makes you put yourself first.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it it is a complete lifestyle change, which is why it's so important at the start of the method, you visualize your ideal lifestyle, because Mm -hmm. that's what you're really aiming towards. But for me, it changed things like making time every week to Meet up with a friend, which mm-hmm. up to that point hadn't been happening. But I realized that it wasn't making me happy not seeing a friend every week. The kids all get to see their friends regularly and have them over and have play dates. Mm-hmm. I wanted play dates too. <laughs> so that's something that's now scheduled into the family calendar that we make sure that that happens for me too. But that only came about because of having applied the komari method and realizing that that's what I needed mm-hmm. in order to make my life more joyful in that respect.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And having my own business was another thing that I realized was really important to me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and this podcast as well. So it it all sort of it snowballs. It starts to it has this rippling effect throughout exactly. the whole family, and it has a rippling effect throughout your whole life. And um, yeah. and that's the the really cool thing about it.
1: Yeah. Like I have that, I always say that story. Like I had a client, I worked with her. She had a pretty small apartment and it was full and I helped her. And the funny thing is that after we've done, like we really went to the whole home and everything she had, she moved after that. Because, and Mary said that in her book too, but like she moved after that because first she gained clarity Second she was less stressed and she had time to look for a new place. And also because she had she still liked her, the home she was in, she didn't like look for the next best place. like she really took her time seeing a lot of uh, apartment and then at the end she was really the the one she liked and not just one was good enough just because she wanted to leave the place she was in. Yeah. And because she had the clarity, she can decide she could do some research because she had more time for herself and et cetera. So I really, really love I, I, when she told me she was moving. I was like, oh, my God, that's awesome. But that was because we did the method because she gained clarity and and then she could make decisions for the future. Yeah. And I loved it. I was I was happy for her.
0: <laughs> the life-changing magic of tidying.
1: Yes. It's a thing. It is a thing. It is
0: a thing. thing. Yeah. Oh, It's been so lovely having a chance to have a chat with you again this morning. Thank you for the time. Thank you for having me. And we'll see what comes up in the press next. Okay. Enjoy the rest of your day, Nazanin.
1: You too okay bye bye
0: well i hope you enjoyed that as much as i enjoyed chatting to nazanine and i hope if you have read some of the headlines in the press in the last week you have a little more understanding if you would enjoy working with nazanine she's based in hamburg in germany and also works with clients online you will find all the contact information you need for her in the show notes so until next time if have enjoyed this episode please send the link to a friend you know would appreciate it subscribe and leave a review i look forward to bringing you more organizing tips next time but if you can't wait until then you can go to my website or find me on instagram at caro.thor or on facebook at caroline organizer thanks for listening and i look forward to guiding you on your journey to find your clutter free ever after